0: we're not comfortable borrowing more money from the bank. So our goal is to get to a 50% LVR. Once we get to a 50% LVR, we can then continue the renovation process. And the fastest way to get to a 50% LVR is Airbnb.
1: You're listening to the She Renovates podcast. You're listening to She Renovates, the podcast for women who want to renovate to create an income and a life they love. Hello, it's Bernadette Jansen, And before we get into this episode, I need to remind you that the information in this podcast is general in nature and opinion only. It should not be taken as personal advice. There are significant risks with buying and renovating property, and you should maximise your profit potential and minimise your risk by seeking independent advice that relates to your personal circumstances through your own financial planner, accountant, and any other professionals that you are working with. The examples in this podcast are for illustrative purposes only. Today I've got Lucy Scott with me. So Lucy has taken working from home to a whole new level. I'm being a little bit ambiguous there, but she not only runs the business out of home, but she also has successfully started an Airbnb business or short-term rental business. She epitomises the idea of actually maximising the use of the family home. So that's what we're going to talk about today, how she's been able to do that. She'll share some of the challenges and also the rewards. Not all of them are financial, so which is a great thing. And I think Lucy would agree that it's a very enriching experience. And so welcome, Lucy.
0: Hi Bernadette, thanks so much for having me. I'm very honoured to be here on your podcast. I've been a long-term listener. Well, that's great, yes. The podcast has been quite an interesting
1: experience for me. I've my one of my mentors has been, I guess, talking to me about it for two years, and it's yeah. taken me this long to get going, and now I'm absolutely loving it. And well, I haven't heard of any listeners that aren't loving it.
0: Another but, platform for you to share your wisdom. That's
1: right. Thank you. Now before we get started, Lucy, would you like to share just a bit about yourself and where you are in life, in family, in
0: business? Absolutely. I'm a mum of three young kids, so I've got a nine-year-old, seven-year-old and four-year-old trying to manage the family home at the same time. When I was growing up, I had a mother who worked full-time and didn't have much extra time for us to play with. No, nothing against full-time mothers. You've got to do what you've got to do. But for me, I knew that that wasn't what I wanted as a mother. I wanted to be able to pick the kids up from school and kind of take them to their activities and that, that sort of lifestyle. So when I was choosing a career, I chose one that would balance that for me, which meant that I wanted to work from home. So as a remedial therapist, I work from home when the kids are at school and also when my husband gets home from work. That's basically what I do. But outside of that, I also am a self-proclaimed entrepreneur.
1: <laughs> well I think you've earned your stripes actually <laughs>
0: yes. I love to build businesses and I uh, get very excited when that business starts to do well so when I met you you introduced me to a whole new platform so it's been wonderful great let's talk a little bit about that so you came to
1: us thinking mm-hmm. with renovating in mind
0: Yes, because when we were looking to upgrade our house, when our third daughter was born, house market was insane, like we couldn't afford what we wanted. So we decided because we were bidding against all these international investors, we just couldn't compete. So we decided we were going to get not a rundown place, but something that had potential to be really beautiful. And so in, instead we brought a rundown place with the idea in mind that we were going to renovate it to be our dream home. When that happened, I like to be educated before I take on projects. So I was looking for somewhere I can get some support and a community that will help me do that because it makes such a difference if you can ask questions along the way and hear from people who have done the same thing. With that in mind, yeah, that's how I came across your course and found you. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Very funny because um, when I went to your course, I was so excited. I had my plans with me and <laughs> I went to your course and I showed you my plans and I was really enthusiastic and you just said, no. Nah. Which threw a spanner in the works for me and when, when you looked at my plans and you said, no, you're overcapitalizing. And then you said, just fill in this wall, build this out here and you've got an extra bedroom and everything that you need. And that's went, of course, why did I not think of that? That's brilliant. So anyway, we did that and now we've got an extra bedroom and a bigger laundry, which is great. Awesome. But I like to think of myself as a bit of a minimalist. I then had all this spare space on the side of the house and I hate wasting things as well. With that space, I thought, well, how can I then utilise this space to generate income for me because I don't like wasting this space, which kind of contradicts minimalism a bit. But... (laughs) 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 <laughs> but <laughs> but at least it's not wasted. We found a use for it anyway. It's important to note that you did still get your dream home. Still in the works, 4 years in? Yeah. We're closer to it now, very very close. Awesome. But yeah. with a much smaller price tag. A much smaller price tag, absolutely. I reckon it saved us about 80 grand. So Yeah, that's awesome. So that no was a very valuable no. That was a very valuable no and a good lesson
1: (laughs) in renovating. That's the thing because often if you're not strategic around what you're doing, even with your family home, what you could have ended up with was a big mortgage and not in a position to be able to move
0: anywhere. And as the house market dropped too, we would have overcapitalized completely. Yeah. So I'm so glad that we didn't do that. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Next step, Airbnb. What attracted you to
0: Airbnb? To be honest, I was very hesitant to do it. You encouraged me to do it. I think there was something on your Facebook page that said, right, let's get cracking. I think that's what prompted me to do it. I'd finally built this new room or filled in this wall so I could create an extra bedroom for my kids. But I was still hesitant to do it because of stranger danger. Yeah. In my house with three young kids. That was holding me back a bit. When I spoke to my husband about it, we decided that the way to combat that, because the spare room is next to two of our girls' bedrooms that they share. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't... On Airbnb, choose between a male and female guest. So when we had a male guest, we just moved the kids into the front lounge room. Okay. And they loved it because it was like a slumber party, and they had a TV in there, and it was so exciting. (laughs) Awesome. And so, how's that been going? It has been wonderful. We've had some amazing people come through and created some really strong friendships from all around the world, and. Another huge benefit for us is having the kids exposed to people from all around the world. They love learning about new cultures and new people and the experiences that they have in different places, and that's been really rewarding and enriching, and they really thrive with that. Even my eldest daughter, I said to her, if she wants to move into that room that we have for the guests, she can, but it means that we can't have homestays anymore and i said that's your choice and she made the choice to stay in the smaller room wow she's that keen about meeting different people yeah i love it yeah
1: awesome do you have a choice of how much you can mingle with your guests
0: yeah. it is more difficult when you have in a private room yeah it's basically up to them if they want to mingle they come into the common area if they don't yeah. want to mingle they stay in their room it is difficult because if they want to be in the common area, I'm not moving. <laughs> we certainly give them their privacy if they're in their room. Okay. It wouldn't be
1: for everyone, but for you it's been an awesome
0: well, experience. It, it has been an awesome experience. My husband and I are very social. We just consider it like having a slumber party and making new friends. Oh, uh, We've only had, I'd say, one not-so-great experience, but everybody else has been wonderful. Okay. That's great. And yeah. you've actually
1: met some of your guests overseas
0: yeah yeah we we have so that's also one of the major benefits of that um she wasn't actually an airbnb guest she was somebody who stayed with us before we started airbnb we just fell in love with her so we went that was the second time we've been over to visit her in mexico
1: Wow. I know with our eldest daughter, Hannah, she doesn't now because they're further out, but they, when they lived in Port Melbourne, they had their spare room on Airbnb and made a lot of European friends mm-hmm. and so they had one particular guest who lived in Paris and they were about to go to France for a wedding and he said to them, if you like, you can stay at my place in Paris for the same price as I pay to stay at your place, which yeah. was out of this world because his apartment so they had a whole apartment it was in the same block as the Eiffel Tower oh my goodness wow so isn't that, that fantastic great, it was yeah and in actual fact their brother and his brother David also stayed there and it became a bit of an extension of the family
0: yeah it's not wonderful like we've even got one guy who stayed with us who's now um moved to Melbourne because our market are people who are relocating to Melbourne He and my husband got along famously and they go out regularly rock climbing because that's both an interest for for them. And I'm like, well, if you don't know anyone in Melbourne yet, come over for Christmas and you can have Christmas (laughs) with us. And it's wonderful because now we've got an open house for anybody who wants to come and socialise and we love it because it adds so much colour and flavour to all of our experiences.
1: Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Okay, so what's the next step? We've just finished building an extension, as I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Which um, is in place of what we originally had planned, what I presented to you (laughs) during the course. So basically it's like a studio apartment and it's on the side of the house but what we wanted was something that we could build that we could potentially use in the future. So it's attached to the house but we've put a lock on the internal door. So people can't get into our house unless we can't. they want to use the laundry or whatever. Yeah. But it's got an external entrance, so it's completely private. But what's fantastic about it also is it also future-proofs us for if our parents need somewhere to stay but a bit of independent living at the same time. But in the meantime, we're using it to generate income because <clears throat> when speaking to you at the course, your advice to us was get the mortgage down as fast as possible so that we can increase this renovation journey. Awesome. So at the moment, we're not comfortable borrowing more money from the bank. So our goal is to get to a 50% LVR. Once we get to a 50% LVR, we can then continue the renovation process. And the fastest way to get to a 50% LVR is Airbnb. Awesome. And so have you got the second property actually
1: listed on Airbnb?
0: Listed, yeah. I had the professional photos taken last week. I haven't got them back yet, but I've already got
1: four months of bookings. Wow. That's awesome. And so do you mind if I mention what suburb you're in? No, go for it. Okay. So Lucy's in Blackburn in Melbourne. She has got a very sweet little, well, it's not so little anymore, (laughs) weatherboard. Uh, Would it be Victorian? Yeah, possibly, yeah. Victorian with
0: yeah. the yeah, from the 1950s. Yeah.
1: Very gorgeous. Yeah, it's getting there. Yeah. Your plan is to work on your LVR, get that down,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then uh, I think that's really smart.
0: Yeah, so that's the plan, and get that down, and then I really would love an eco-sustainable house out in the Mornington Peninsula. After we get to that point, that's the next step.
1: Beautiful. Have you thought about using any rented properties to increase your return?
0: I was talking to Mary. Yeah. She highly recommended doing rental properties as well. But I have thought about it. But what I think what's holding me back is approaching the landlords and getting through that process. Lucy, you're up for it. Come on, <laughs> yes, girl. <laughs> something that I can probably get my head around, not right now, but maybe, maybe in a year or so.
1: Yeah, just to fill everyone in, we had a get-together of some of the Melbourne students last Friday night, and Lucy was there. And prior to that, we went and looked at a listing that one of our students who's also been on this podcast, who's a guest, has a fabulous Airbnb in the Docklands, and went and had a look at that. And it's really interesting because, from what I can see, inner Melbourne does much better than inner city Sydney yeah just seeing what she's able to do with her it's a reasonably modest three-bedroom apartment but I think she said she's clearing 4,000 a week after Mm -hmm. everything after the payments which I think is oh sorry not 4,000 a week 4,000 a month an apartment in a building like that you should be able to do at least a couple of thousand a month if you're renting
0: yeah yeah it's,
1: it's a great strategy and of course, a different market. It's interesting that you've um, identified your market as people who are relocating. Yep.
0: yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, our market in, in the internal room is, are people who are relocating yeah. or, uh, or here for business. The extension, the new room, is the market is people who are in between homes. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, so that's what we found. So, we're really encouraging those long term stays. Yeah. It's less work for me and it's so much easier. Yeah. Are you doing the cleaning? Yes. For me, it's so easy because, well, I'm not sure how it will go with the extension, but if people are staying for three months.
1: Oh, exactly. Yeah. You
0: know, yeah. I don't need to outsource that so much because it's, you know, a couple of hours of cleaning every three months. I can. Help. Yeah. And so what would you say have been your biggest challenges? Biggest challenge has been, I would say, mo- relocating the kids, Biggest challenge. The other one is keeping the volume of the TV down. Those are such minute challenges. They, aside from that, there haven't been any challenges. It's more the security of the kids. Again, we've never had a problem. It's more just trying not to be naive about it.
1: Yeah.
0: The other thing is we've had to investigate ways that we can get more secure uh, lock system because at the moment we've got normal keys and they can easily be copied. That's the next step is um, just changing our locks just to make sure that people can't duplicate the keys. And other than that, that's it. Awesome. Yeah, it's been really wonderful. We've got one guest who stays every six weeks for a week, really formed a relationship with her. She's a Russian living in New Zealand and comes to visit her grandmother every six weeks. We've made a really strong connection with her as well. I have nothing bad to say.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so I just want to recap. And you also run your business out of your home as well.
0: Yeah. I'm lucky in the way that my house, the floor plan is at the front of the house. is kind of the parents' retreat. In that area, I've got parents' living room, bathroom, parents' room, but also a room next to it that I work from. It divides the house into sections for me. So it makes it so much easier.
1: Yeah, and of course, you would be aware that when you're using a home for Airbnb and business, that it does have some implications on the capital gains tax exemption. Yeah, Yeah. so that's something that people need to know. But often with your family home, you're probably not going to sell it, not after you've put all this much work into building your ideal life, Um, but it's always something to be mindful of.
0: And another Um, thing that's really important to mention to be mindful of is the insurance component. So that's one thing that I learned about um, during this process is I called up my insurance company to say, oh, look, we are now renting out our room in a house and generating income from that. I need to upgrade my insurance. I was really shocked because they said to me, oh, no, we don't do that. We don't cover Uh, that. uh, Which made me realise that if something had happened in the house without them knowing about it, I wouldn't have had any cover. So I went several months without oh my gosh insurance yeah and that is something that's really important for people to know is that you need to notify your insurance company that you're doing it that you can protect yourself because i don't feel that the airbnb insurance is sufficient you need more to protect yourself
1: yeah exactly and you need to work with a good broker who understands your situation Correct. Because a lot of people think that landlord insurance will cover their Airbnb as well, you know, people with investment properties, and that's actually not the case.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. And so you've got to really look into it. So speak to a property tax accountant and get that stuff sorted. Yeah. And then your insurance sorted, and then uh, work out how you want to run your Airbnb business. So for us, we had only one bad experience with Airbnb. And we learnt from that. And so now we regulate our bookings so we don't take people last minute. Yeah. And we don't take people with no reviews.
1: Yeah. That's they're really good things to have in place.
0: Yeah, yeah. And since implementing that, I mean that was at the very start that this happened, but since implementing that we haven't had any bad experiences.
1: That's awesome,
0: yes. I must admit, the only
1: bad, really bad experience I've ever had was a last-minute booking. It actually wasn't through Airbnb, it was through Booking.com. We do the same, yeah. Before we wind up, what would you like to share maybe three tips for anyone that's thinking about using their family home to build income through Airbnb?
0: Three tips. I guess it all depends on circumstances, but the most important one is just do it exactly just do it give it a go your house doesn't have to be a palace yeah doesn't matter also keep an open mind about it because you might make new friendships that you wouldn't otherwise make and then also another tip depending on what motivates you for us our motivation is the end goal and that is our sustainable beach house That's so true. Like I think you can,
1: it pulls you forward, doesn't it, once you've yeah. got something to work for?
0: Just have some clear goals and that yeah. helps really push yourself to achieve them.
1: Yeah, awesome. So just to recap where you've come from. So you started out with architectural plans mm-hmm. for a extensive renovation and yeah. so you switched your strategy, so pulled those back and actually created the floor plan that you wanted within the existing Footprint. Correct. Do you still have your double parking?
0: No. So what we did is we realised that we couldn't fit in a side-by-side double carport. So we put okay. in an extended carport, single carport. Double.
1: Okay. Awesome. So you've still got parking for two cars off the street? Correct. Awesome. And so first thing you did was to establish an area in your house that you could rent out on Airbnb? Yep. that that's got a bedroom and bathroom
0: in the internal house it's a shared bathroom and a bedroom okay
1: and then the second step was to build sort of a granny flat not a granny mm-hmm. flat but under main roof so that yep. you now have a listing that completely independent correct and so now the intention is to well i've just added this now is to add a couple of rented properties to your portfolio
0: in the future, yep, absolutely. You want my rented properties? <laughs> Just keep me going, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and look so, at my beach house earlier than
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> well, listen, Lucy, thank you for sharing your experience with us. What I will ask you to do is to send me in some photos. Absolutely. And also we'll include the listings in the show notes so that anyone that's wanting to experience your brand of hospitality can do that. Yeah, we'll take it from there.
0: Wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much, Lucy. It was great to have you. You're a breath of fresh air.
0: (laughs) Thanks, Bernadette. (laughs) See you later. This is the She Renovates
1: podcast. To discover how to harness the power of renovating, check out theschoolofrenovating.com.